ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the broadcast today. Last week, we preached a sermon backed by popular demand. I mean, people were screaming, let's play it over again. Hey, that's my harvest. I did it many, many years ago. And last week was part one. This is part two. Do you realize that all of human life is about sowing and reaping? I'm telling you, it's the laws of sowing and reaping. And it's time for you to be blessed in every area of your life, spiritually, physically, and financially. So it's backed by popular demand because you asked for it. This is part two of, hey, that's my harvest. It's time for you to receive everything, not something, everything God has for you. Watch, be blessed. Even in my giving, I wasn't giving the way God really, or I didn't understand it. See, giving or sowing should be regarded as an act of worship. It should be, it, it, you motivated by love to give. I, I enjoy, I mean, I, this is the truth. Christmas is my favorite time of the year. Brother, I tell Kathy, stay home. I'm going to the mall. I'll see you when I get back. Man, I hit that mall. My God, I got boxes. I'm walking like stuff. And I bless people. I hate to wait in line to get things wrapped. So I told this little girl, she was wrapping my, I said, if you wrap me now, you shall be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. She went, Oh, amen. <laughs> she is a Christian. So she wrapped my box, cost me $5, and I blessed and I gave her 50 bucks. Why not? It's Christmas. I said, I am believing for this. Pray that my wife hears so I can get my gift. This is my seed. I gave her 50 bucks. She went, huh? Huh. It was man sitting there. He said, I'll wrap it for $22. <laughs> I said, no, the Lord told me to bless her. So I did. Giving or sowing should be regarded as an act of worship. You're motivated by love to give. Now I like, and I come and Kathy goes, what is it? The woman loves presents. So I wrap them in two or three boxes because they punch holes in the first ones, you know. <laughs> and they shake. And she says, you want me to open up one? No, no, we'll, we'll do it Christmas. How about, you want open, just one? No, no, we'll just, just one. It's okay. Listen, I'll be excited Christmas morning. I said, no, I want you to wait. Oh, we don't want to wait. Just one. So I have to buy three or four, five or six or seven of them little ones, you know, going up to the big one. And that one has, the big one has to be at somebody's house. So they don't know about it. Then you bring it in late at night on Christmas Eve. What you say? Sowing should be regarded as an act of worship. If you don't name your seed, I promise you the devil will see it. Uh, Sister Gloria has been talking about the sower soweth the word and Satan come immediately. Why? He can see it. See, we didn't sow our seed. We throwed our seed. I promise you I take a handful of seed, go out in front of the Anaheim Convention Center, throw it out there. Every bird in California will know about it. Why? Because they can see it. They get harvest time. I mean, them birds are flying over this place. This is a faith convention. There's going to be a lot of seed out here. You understand what I'm saying? Now watch this. Be not deceived. God is not, God is very interested in you being out of debt. Because when he pulled the nation of Egypt out and set them free, he said, take my money. Get my money. Be not deceived. He not let the devil keep his money. Because they owed the nation of Israel 400 years of labor. God said, get my money. Bring it out with you. 
God knew that seed. He said, that's my harvest, 400. I want it. And he put them on a desert where they couldn't spend it. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? And women didn't buy shoes for 40 years. Ain't that a miracle of God? (laughs) That's a miracle of God. Kathy will walk by a shoe store and go, I said, my God, I wish I got her that excited. One day, I'm going I'm to I'm just wrap myself in a shoebox. That woman loves shoes, man. Into shoes. Watch this. So sewing should be regarded as an act of worship. You're motivated by love to give. So let me just bless you. Let me just reach out to you. I just want to bless you. See, that's love. That's what God the Father was saying. Hey, I want to bless the world. What's the best thing I can give Jesse? Ah, Jesus. Salvation is free to you today, but it definitely isn't cheap. It cost Jesus Christ his life. Think about that. So God was thinking to bless me. What can He was motivated by love, and he named this seed. He said, this is my son and whom I am well pleasing because he is my son. You shall be my sons. Notice that. Harvest. If your giving is not motivated by love, then you're not giving according to the way God tells you to give. Now, the Bible says this. I'm going to ask you a question. It says, every man according as he purposed in his heart. Notice that's done before you get to the believer convention. So let him give. Now, how many people actually prayed, put their face before God and sought and said, Lord, what do you want me to do in the area of finance for this convention? Hold your hand up if you did that. I would say not even a half a percent of the crowd. Do you understand? We got to follow the word of God letter by letter. Line upon line, precept upon precept. Every man according as his purpose. Notice that's done before. So let him give, not grudgingly. You see, if you don't do that, you get grudgingly. Turn around, thing, bless God, you got to pick up an off and have a service. <laughs> or you be on television and say, listen, we'd like for you to, you like to share and carry in this ministry, then you do what God tells you to do. You got the address on the bottom of the screen. My God, why do they got to talk about that? Because there's thousands of dollars hitting you in the face. When you hear Brother Colton say, Jesus is Lord, money busting you right in the chops. They're not giving that time away. It costs money. You understand what I'm saying? It costs you money to pull it in, your television or your cable subscriptions. Every man according as he purposed and he saw it. So let him give, not gradually. Listen to this, nor of necessity. Not because the need dictates that you need to give to it. No, the reason why you're giving because you purposed. You're not deceived. God's not mocked. You purposed. Man, you in, you in line for a blessing. So when they say, we need to meet such and such, or we need to do this, or your favorite ministry, your church, say, we need it, you go, whoa, glory to God, I'm ready. Not grudgingly, nor of necessity. See, your giving or your sowing is now motivated by love. For God loveth a cheerful giver. Now, have you ever seen anybody open their wallet and go, boy, isn't this wonderful to give? Just throw it in a plate. God. Hilariously. No, most people go. You know, I do a, some. I, I used to do a lot of heavy, big crusades and things years ago, and the Lord began to direct me toward the church. And but when I do that, I notice that all the dollar bills. Well, they, people when people give a dollar, they they make rings out of them. 
They scrump them up. But every $100 bill that was in there was laid flat. <laughs> laid flat, every 20. You could see it floating in the bucket. My goddamn dollar bills were like basketballs. You could dunk them. <laughs> Crunched up, rings. Wonder why they wanted people to know what they gave, what they're given, because they were motivated by love. And, and I'm telling you, if you don't name the seed, you will be deceived. You'll make it because you're a tither, but you'll have to pay that mortgage for 30 years. You'll have to pay that car note from three, two, five years, however you finance it. And the, God told me, he said, Jesse, what you sow is what you reap. I had a gentleman friend of mine. He said, you know, Jesse, I gave a car away, but the Lord didn't give me a car, you know, but he gave me good health. The Lord said, that's unscriptural. I can't give him health by, giving him a, by him giving a car. The only thing I can give him is a car. It's the law of Genesis. It's the, Genesis 1, 26, the, the seeds reproduce after its own kind. So I looked at him, I said, sir, the devil been ripping you off for five years. God, I, the devil owes you a car and his wife caught it. Yeah, honey, what's the matter with you? <laughs> we gave the car to a missionary and my God, we're driving that piece of trash within two weeks. I said, call it in. That's yours. That's your harvest. Hey, in two weeks' time, he had a Lincoln Town car give to him. And you think that his wife would be excited? She said, no, could have had this five years ago. But no, no, no. You don't name that seed, you're going to lose it. You're going to make it because you're a tither in terms of your expenses. But you want to get to the point where you get totally, completely out of debt. I don't care if it's five cents. I name my seed. What am I believing for? What do I expect? Hey, that's my harvest. You see, the devil puts something in us called thoughtlessness. Thoughtlessness is the beginning of great loss in one's life. All human life is sowing. If you don't name that seed, you're not going to know your harvest. Be not deceived. God's not mocked for whatsoever man soweth. Whatsoever is the key. Whatsoever. Whatsoever. You sow clothes, you get clothes. You know why I pray for people to be healed? So I can feel better. Yeah. Yeah, the other night when I was praying for people, I told this lady, I said, I want to pray for you so I can feel better. She went, huh? I said, I want to pray for you so I can feel better. She said, no, you mean so I can feel better. I said, no, 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 listen. So I can feel better. Why? I'm sowing healing. I get health. She gets healed. I get health. I said, and I told her, after I prayed for her, I said, boy, I feel better. She said, so do I. I said, go so, go so, more health will come to you. You're so healing, you, you get health. See, I thought the reason why I walked in divine health all these years, because I believed it. Well, that's true in one sense, but the Lord dealt with me on that jogging track. He said, the reason, he said, the main reason was, Jesse, every week you sowed healing, the only thing I can give you is health. Just health. And I can't wait till I get up tomorrow, because I'm going to feel better. Same spirit raised Jesus from dead, quickens, makes alive my mortal body. Now, I got tired last night. When I got to the hotel, my, my knees went. And, you know, I didn't need no revelation. All I needed was go to bed. Just go to bed. I jumped, and I normally I don't do that. Kathy always goes to bed before I do. But I, I jumped in that bed. I, I jumped in that bed and just, and I, I don't even remember. I heard her say something. Because my head hit the second time on that pillow, I was gone. I saw it. And guess what I got? My harvest, rest. Rest, ready to go. What do you say? Whatsoever encompasses all human activity. 
Don't become thoughtless in your giving. I don't care if you child, your child, hey, here's a dollar for, or five dollars or whatever for uh, the, the youth, for the children back there. Ask them what they're believing for. I had a gentleman not long ago, a little fella, pretty little boy. He must have been about seven years old. He walked up to me, had one of these big, huge silver belt buckles. He was out in the West. And he walked up and he said, Brother Jesse, and he had these real starched jeans and a crease down there and a, and a Western shirt. Sweet little fella. And I said, how you doing, little man? Said, and tears in his eyes. He says, I want to give to your television ministry. And he gave me $7. That's a lot of money to a seven-year-old kid. It's a dollar a year. That's big bucks to a seven-year-old. I looked at him, I almost went, no, little fella. And the Lord said, what are you doing? Ask him what he's believing for. I said, thank you. I said, you know what I'm going to get with this seven bucks? And he said, what? I said, I'm going to get seven souls into the kingdom of God. You understand? Now that's my harvest. What are you believing for? He went, huh? I said, you have given me a seed. If you don't name this seed, you're going to lose this money. And seven bucks is a lot of money to lose. He went, that's true. I said, what are you believing for? Name your seed, little fella. What are you believing for? He went, a four-wheeler wouldn't be bad. That's what he said. I said, a four-wheeler? That's great. That's fine. Now, this is a four-wheeler seed. I'm going to get seven souls. You're going to ride all over your house or your yard. I said, anything else? This is a big seed. He said, and a horse. I said, fine. Now, this is a horse, and this is a four-wheeler. Isn't that wonderful? Boy, and he broke out the spot. I said, the devil can't rob you, son. He cannot rob you. You have planted your seed. You're motivated by love. You've named it. You're not deceived. You're not mocking God. You got it coming. He says, thank you. I said, you're welcome. He said, can I hug you? Yeah, and he hugged one leg. <laughs> he grabbed my leg. Like Sweet little boy. Well, this was down in the bottom of the church. Make a long story short. Uh, down in the basement. Make a long story short. I go back up to the church and go into the foyer. And here comes a man. And he got starched blue jeans on and a belt buckle about this big and a hat. He said, how you doing there, brother? Yes, sir. I said, I'm doing fine, sir. He said, I noticed my boy was talking to you. I hope he wasn't bothering you. I said, no, sir. I said, man, you got a sweet son. That's a sweet little boy. He said, me and, me and my, my wife are definitely proud of that boy. That's a working boy. You know, he's only seven years old, but he's never asked me for a dime. He works hard. I just, we just love that boy. He said, you sure he wasn't bothered? I said, I enjoyed talking to him. What a blessing. God has blessed you with a great son. He said, you know, he said, this is kind of strange. He said, I don't know if I know the voice of God as much as some of you men said, but let me just ask you a question. This morning I was driving to church and the Lord, I don't know if it's the Lord or not, me and my wife started talking. We thought maybe buying that kid a four-wheeler. Wait, wait, wait. I asked him, I said, really? I said, has your son ever asked you for a four-wheeler? He said, no, sir. My son don't ask me for nothing. He's a hard little worker. He's just hard little. We're just so proud of him. I never had to, he just, it's in him. He, he don't ask me for nothing. He's willing, he delivers papers. He does all kinds of things. He, he never asked me for nothing. And my wife said, let's buy that boy for, and let's get him a horse too. <laughs> now you will never make me believe if that boy wouldn't have named his seed, he wouldn't have got his horse or his four-wheeler. I said, when are you planning on doing it? He said, I'm thinking about doing it this afternoon. I said, you know, you ought to obey God. You believe I'm a man of God? He said, yes, I do. I said, the Bible said, the mouth of two witnesses, let every word be established. Horse, four-wheeler. 
Establish witness. Come on. Let's go. Name your seed. Hey, that's my harvest. Watch this. Now, if I'd have said, thank you, brother, for blessing the ministry. Come here, little fella. Let me bless you. That would have been a thoughtless gesture on my part. The kid wouldn't have got his harvest. In $7, you can't buy a four-wheeler. And if you can't buy a horse for seven bucks, you better not ride him. <laughs> the audio man almost fell off the stool right there. <laughs> what are you saying? Thoughtlessness is the beginning of great loss. What you sow is what you reap. Be not deceived. God's not mocked. If you don't name your seed, you are mocking God. You are letting the devil control what belongs to you. I asked the Lord one time. He said, the wealth of the wicked later for the just. I said, that's not right, God. You are a just God. Why would you take from the, those people and give to me? I mean, that's Robin Hood stuff. Rob from the rich, give to the poor. He said, Jesse, your ancestors for centuries have been given and throwing seeds instead of sowing seed. He said, the reason why the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just, that's your ancestor seed that they never named ever. He said, and bless God, that's my money. And if it's my money, it's your money because you're an heir with me and a joint heir. That's why it's coming back. That's why he can go do that. You see, that's why he can go get the wealth of the wicked and give it to you. Why? Because your ancestors over centuries have been giving, but never named the seed. And I promise you, you, you sow that seed without naming it, and the devil's picking it up before you get out of church. And you notice he's very wealthy. Why? He got no money. Because he knows you a giver. So next time you pass that harvest, if you've named that seed, say, hey, that's my harvest. That's mine. Get off my property. That's what Caleb did. He said, that, that mountain is mine. I'm 85 years old, Joshua. Them giants owe me 40 years of rent. That's my money. Brother, them giants come walking down that mountain, Caleb behind a tree with a stick. Whack, whack, just knocking fire out of them. Pay me my money. And he still owns that territory. What are you saying? Sowing should be regarded as an act of worship. If you don't know what kind of seed you're sowing, how are you going to know what kind of harvest is yours? How are you going to know what belongs to you? What you put in the, I don't care what it is. Now you can give a memorial seat, say, I'm leaving God for a car. You can plant a seat, say, this is my car. Or you can go and get an actual car and give it. The only thing you're going to get back. Not going to get all this other stuff like people tell you. No, no. That's why many of you have been givers and wondered, wonder why are we not blessed to the point that we can go do what we want? And you know, you really have been struggling with this in your mind. Well, number one, thoughtlessness has been a part of your life. And number two, you haven't considered your ways. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to ask you a question. Do you consider your ways when you sow seed? Let me tell you something. Considering your ways is the key element in sowing a specific seed. See, because the seed reproduces after its kind. So if you believe in God to sow a seed, let's say you believe in God for, uh, I don't know, to pay your house off. Because the Bible says, oh, no man, anything but to love him. Then you name that seed. This is my payoff seed for my house. So you know when that harvest comes. Listen, these keys are for, for sowing and reaping work, not sometime, all the time. But first, name that seed so you know your harvest. See, because if you don't name your seed, how do you know your harvest? Let, let me, had this ever happened to you? Have you ever saw somebody had something, and you're not a greedy person, so you wouldn't, 
ask him that that's yours, but you just felt like it was. You know, it just kind of, I don't know. You know what? It was. Not against them that had it because you never named your seed and someone else got your harvest. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, this works. If you don't believe it, you'll live broke, busted, and disgusted all your life. But God wants you blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in and blessed going out. I'm praying for you right now or for every seed you sow, because I believe you have some room enough to receive. Father, in Jesus name, I speak a 30, 60 and 100 fold and a thousand time return harvest off of every seed, not some every seed they've ever sown and sowing. Lord, I decree and declare it today in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Let me tell you something. The Bible said, he said, ask anything in my name and I will do it. Jesus said that. St. John 14, verses 12, 13, and 14. That was verse 14. Ask anything in my name. But if you don't know your harvest because you didn't name your seed, how are you going to get it? And can I say something? So many people think, well, we don't deserve it. The Lord thinks you do. The Lord says, hey, I gave you a seed to sow. Now name that. Yeah, but I, I did that years ago. Bless God. Don't make no difference. You did it years ago. That harvest needs to come to you today. Not tomorrow, not next week, not nine years from now, today. I'm starting to preach here. I can't help myself. My highlights. Stay right there. I'll be back in just a minute to speak another word. God's doing some great and marvelous things. Watch this. God is glorious and doing amazing things in the lives of so many people. Today I've selected two great testimonies that I pray will abundantly bless and supernaturally encourage you. This first one is from Australia. Thank you again for your prayers. My financial increase has begun. I'm so grateful for your ministry's teachings. Pastors Jesse and Kathy's YouTube messages have resurrected faith in my life. Now I can pray and ask the Lord for the impossible, my own home debt-free. Their teaching, especially about seed time and harvest, has been life-changing. I'm planting seed in your very fertile soil and expecting a wonderful harvest. God's blessings to all of you. You know, Jess and I are standing in agreement with you for your harvest. Psalm 66, verse 2 in the New Living Translation tells us to tell the world how glorious he is. Since 1978, Jesse and I have been doing that and spreading the good news about Jesus Christ to the world through meetings, television, products, magazines, and our social media outreach. We're so thankful to God for the lives that are reached and the people that are changed every single day through this ministry, like this next testimony from the United Kingdom. It says, I just want to give the testimony of God's goodness. As led by the Lord, I sowed a seed to your ministry, sometimes toward the end of February. Two weeks later, God blessed me with a bonus at work, which was more than twice what I'd sown. Praise God. God is good, and JDM is indeed good soil for seed. Thank you, Brother Jesse and Sister Kathy, for teaching the word. Praise the Lord for your harvest. Jesse and I are so thankful to God for the faithful partners who help us to tell the world how glorious he is. Each partner is a vital part of our vision to change the world by reaching people and changing lives one soul at a time. God bless you. Do you see yourself as a daughter of a king? Not just a king, but the king. If you could see yourself exactly how he does, would you see your life differently? You, my sister, are the king's daughter, and you 
were born for such a time as this. Kathy Duplantis' 2021 Glorious, a Conference for Women, October 1st and 2nd. Admission is free. Register today at JDM.org. Ladies and gentlemen, Kathy's Conference is next week, and we hope you can come and be blessed. It's Friday, October the 1st at 7 p.m. and Saturday, October the 2nd at 9 a.m. Registration and admission are free. Isn't that a blessing? How, how, how do I get all the information, but Jesse? Go to jdm.org to register and for more information. And if you can't be here in person, join us online at jdm.org, Facebook, or YouTube. And we'll, also, we'll be streaming live, and it'll be a blessing. Reason why we don't charge for registration and things of that nature, because of our faithful financial partners who bless this ministry with their financial gifts. 100% partners of what you give goes into world evangelism. You've heard me say it so many times. I have been preaching 45 years and I've never had a financial deficit. That is a miracle of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the reason being is because you're a giver and I'm a giver. Both of our partners. You hear me say it. I trust you. You trust me. We both trust God. That's what it's all about, say. So thank you for supporting this ministry the way you have done. It is a blessing. We have major, have million, multi-million dollar projects going on all the time, literally all over the world. We are reaching people. We are changing lives one soul at a time. And I believe that is worthy of your support. Also, for your September partnership, you can get today's message in full. Hey, that's my harvest. There's so much more you'll learn from that full message due to time constraints on television. We can't, we can't play it all. I encourage you to get it today. How do you get it? You go to jdm.org for all the ordering information. Once again, partners, you, you are so wonderful. I, I hope we say thank you enough. There's never a day go by that we don't pray for you. Now, I'm not just saying that. We pray for you. We consider you our extended family. Not because you support this ministry, which we can't thank you enough for doing that, because we believe that uh, 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 we're together as one. We've cut a covenant together. And all these years, God has done some glorious things. I mean, on social media alone, we've had over 22 million 200, 300,000 people contact us with comments, views, just from January the 20th, 2020, to the end of June 2021. I'm talking about new people, just all kinds. It's just the most amazing thing. Plus our broadcast television that you're watching right now, going literally all over the world. Isn't that something? My God. Partners, you do that. People getting saved and healed every week, actually every day. Thank you, partner. And if you're not a partner, pray about becoming one. Uh, it's such a blessing. I, I just enjoy speaking to you, and I know you enjoy listening to the Word of God. Until next week, Jesse the Planet saying, we'll see you soon. God bless you. Bye-bye. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This message will totally change your life. I've tested positive for faith. So much trouble in the world today, but when your faith is positive, guess what? You're going to receive spiritually, physically, and financially everything you're believing for. I use the word everything, and I mean that. When you test positive for faith, you are success going somewhere to succeed. I hope you can get this today. Do that now. Now available at JDM.org. We shall reap if we faint not. Some of y'all answer is already past you because you fainted. You just fainted. Well, Lord, Brother Jesse, it's hard. You know, you know, baseball is hard. Why? That's what makes it great. 
you want to be a great athlete, it's hard work, especially if you're in the Olympics. That's hard work. Because you see, if it wasn't hard, anybody could do it. 